The following is part one of one of our Patreon-exclusive bonus campaigns. To listen to the rest, go to patreon.com slash dndarkpodcast. Dean Devils is an absurd, over-the-top comedy adventure that is intended for older audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Hello and welcome to Dean Devils. A co-op-petitive real-play podcast loosely based on Pathfinder 2nd Edition. And starring some of Hell's most expendable imps. I'm Jordan. And I'm Danger Dan Jers. And we are your co-hosts slash devil lords. So this is a mini campaign that Jordan and I are going to be co-DMing using the Pathfinder system. It's very similar to D&D. It's got a lot of little differences, but we'll explain those as they're relevant. This mini-campaign centers around the never-ending war between the Devils of Hell and the Demons of the Abyss, taking place throughout the Nine Hells during a particularly bad incursion of demonic forces. Each player is going to be playing an imp from a different layer of hell that each serve their own particular Devil Lord. Each of them have their own secret goal that they have been given by their Devil Lord, which they will be rewarded for achieving. But many of those goals are in direct opposition to each other and to their collective group mission. And that mission is the reason they've come together in the first place. Asmodeus, the king of hell, has gone missing, and the demons are continuing to advance. The other devil lords have agreed on a temporary alliance, sending a ragtag group of disposable imps to collect the components needed to cast a summoning spell. This spell would bring Asmodeus back to hell so he could once again take charge and push back the demonic army. But since the ruler of the devil lords is away, it would be foolish not to take advantage of the power <laughs> vacuum. Right. So each of our imps is carrying a secret goal unbeknownst to the others as a way for their specific boss to get a leg up over all of the others in these particularly turbulent times. <laughs> all right. So with all that, imps, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Kendra Taylor, and I am playing Calamity James. I am the Oracle of the group, and I am subservient to the wonderful, the powerful Balzebul. And to give a little bit about myself, I am just a humble card shark with a beautiful lavender skin, the most precious horns you have ever seen atop the most precious crown. And if you aren't careful, I might steal your heart, amongst other things. Oh. 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 James, damn. I worked hard on that. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful. Freaking love, James. I am Grayson, playing Conjure Rat Spell. (laughs) 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 So, uh, I do serve the almighty, powerful devil lord Mephistopheles. I am considered a wizard, among, uh, other things. And, uh, yeah, I'm here to bring more light to the world. That is Mephistopheles. (laughs) As for Conjure Rat Spell, if you could think of a dirty, grimy-looking cat, that's pretty much what he looks like. He has long, baggy robes. Um, He's got a hood that he doesn't really wear, 
little ears are kind of popping out the sides of what look like really thick blue blocker glasses. <laughs> awesome. Hey everyone, I am Ben Magnet, and I play Durza the Binder. And my boss is one of the best bosses in all of hell. It is none other than Glacea, the warden and daughter of Asmodeus, the king of hell. I am a magus and also I'm a hell cop. And the way I look is I stand at six foot, six inches tall, six centimeters from a hoof to horn. I also have a very luscious and beautiful lavender skin, but I got these two giant Toro bull horns coming out of my head, a bit of a septum nose piercing. I am also wearing a body armor vest that reminds you something of a police officer's Kevlar armor, but it's a little more shinier with a big golden red badge on it displaying who I work for. On my waist, you see a belt with some handcuffs, a few other police in, uh, items such as a nice stick and a big ass boomstick strapped to my back. And let me say, I ain't afraid to use it. Yeah. Because this raging bull cannot wait to go into a china shop and wreck your shit up. Yeah. All right. Is that a promise? Oh, darling, you don't want me to make that promise. Woo! Such a jock. <laughs> Hi, I'm. my name is Daniel Cruz, and I'll be playing Auditor Uzdos, a collections agent from the IRS, the Infernal Revenue Services, in service of my lord, uh, Mammon. <laughs> I have this beautiful, wonderful red color and an austere face, and the regular suit that we wear, as we all know, it's drip or drown, and we in the IRS <laughs> do not drown. <laughs> 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 oh, I see how this is going to be. Wowie zowie. Hi, everyone. I'm Aaron, and I will be playing Prosecutor LaRose, apparently the second devil from the Hell's Southern section. <laughs> <laughs> we are down south as far as you can go. I work for my esteemed bosses, Fiana and Belial. I am a gorgeous pink thing with a couple of heart-shaped horns, and the only thing slicker than my smile is the suit that I wear. Wow. An eye for an eye is what makes my justice blind. And if you're going to deal, might as well go double. Ooh! Woo! All right. Yes! Excellent. What a squad. What a wild fucking cast. Right. I know, right? <laughs> so now that we have our players, the ingredients that you are all trying to gather together for the summoning ritual, you will require a diamond worth a thousand gold from the Vault of Mammon in the layer of Menaris, a spell scroll of summoning from the test facility of Mephistopheles in Cania, an infernal arrest warrant from Glacia's prison in the layer of Malbolgi, the schematics for the arcane summoning circle from the archives of Baal in Maladomini, and a gavel of judgment from Fierna and Belial's courthouse in the layer of Phlegathos. You can gather these items in any order, so it is entirely up to you which layer you want to go first. As you all find yourselves in the general central hub of the Nine Hells, where over a lake of lava is a Twilight Zone Tower of Terror looking structure <laughs> that spans all nine layers of hell. 
as you make your way through the dingy Art Deco doors <laughs> that slowly pry themselves open and you step into the infernal elevator. Before you on the control panel are layers one through nine, each listed by name, so you can choose collectively amongst yourselves where you want to go to first, what ingredient you are going after in what order, and how you want to conduct yourselves. So I will turn it over to all of you to introduce yourselves and decide where to go to first. I feel that dear old James is getting a good read on his counterparts and specifically eyeing the tall one and the pink one. For what? You don't know. <laughs> I can't help but notice a wandering eye over there. Here to introduce yourself. No, I'm good. <laughs> mm. I was talking to uh, our card-themed friend in the corner, and explicitly not to you, whatever the hell you are. Oh, I'm so sorry. I hope I'm not being rude. I just can't help but notice the stature that you hold. Well, thank you very much. It's the uh, esteemed appearance of uh, the DA's assistant. Uh, question for the DM. Um, are we aware of where everyone is from or should... I'd say you would generally know what layer each of the others belongs to. You would have a passing familiarity with the way each of the other layers works. You will have a particular leg up on your own specific layer, but you've been around the Nine Hells long enough to have a general sense of what each of the other hells are and what their people are like. Okay. I was going to say, while they're doing that one and trying to figure <laughs> that out, Uzdos literally looks down at the pin on his lapel that just says IRS. <laughs> he just looks down, looks back up, looks down at the pin, looks back up at them, <laughs> looks down at the pin, looks back up at them. Doesn't say anything. Yeah, I do believe we understand. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just like standing in the corner, like just listening in, tapping my nightstick. Well, I would love to have introductions of everyone, but we really should be going. It is a little cramped in this room, and while I do not mind rubbing elbows and maybe some tails, maybe we should get along with it. And at that, uh, my tail flicks the nose of La Rose. Oh my gosh. Oh my. Why, certainly. <laughs> we can go uh, wherever the group suggests. Keep your tails to yourselves, please. It ain't a crime. Not yet it isn't. <laughs> I turn around and I just like give a cold, hard stare to both LaRose and James. He's like, if you guys want to get funky, do it on your own time. We have a job to do. Well, you're always welcome to join. <laughs> get a room. Please, just get a room. We are currently in a room. <laughs> That's on me. I should have said that. <laughs> For Rotspell, can I just go ahead and do uh, read aura? Yes. Go ahead and describe the read aura ability. You focus on the target object, open your mind to perceive magical auras. When the casting is complete, you know whether the item is magical, and if it is, you learn the school of magic. So what exactly are you focusing on? I don't think we have bags or packs, so I'm looking at waistlines, like where you would carry things on your belt. Sure, so you'd want to do a general scan of everyone in this room to see if you can detect magic, sort of? 
Yeah, uh, if that's possible. Or I would just pick a random person. I would say for anyone who has something that they want to keep hidden, go ahead and make an occultism roll. If you have a magical item that you don't want the greasy cat to eye. 22. Perfect. And to contest that, I'll have Rot Spell, you roll Arcana. Sounds perfect to me. <laughs> it's gotta be a 23. Thank you. James and Uzdos on that. Uh, I only got, was 13 plus 7? 20? <laughs> oh my god. But I don't think I... So with a 20, both of them beat your check. Yeah. You can tell that the two of them are keeping something hidden from your detect aura. You don't know any specifics, so you don't know what they're hiding from you. But each of them is hiding something from you. Uzdos literally just shifts his briefcase to the other side of his body. We're aware that he was sniffing around, like, eyeing things. Yes, you felt his gold little eyes kind of scan you. Yeah, because I would say that you just probably see uh, him just kind of, like, adjusting his glasses, and you see maybe some what looks like digital readings kind of, like, going across the surface of them. Okay. Well, talk about a wandering eye. If you want to get a little closer look, you can just ask. Do you mind if I get a little closer? Absolutely not. Uzidos immediately just points at James and goes, heard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has all been absolutely titillating, but I do believe that we should get on with the mission. I completely agree. That said, I don't think we can actually head up to Phlegathos at the moment. Uh, They're kind of using the gavel of judgment. So anyone else have a place we can go? I have a wonderful... All of you are kind of in my way. So I'm sorry? I can't, I can't reach the, the, the buttons, so all of you are kind of blocking me, but uh, wherever you want to go, let's just... Can, can we please go somewhere? Because I'm getting a little itchy. I'm going to use my tail to reach around and push onto uh, level 7. Okay. As you push the button for level 7... Maladomini, the lights all begin to flicker and shut out one by one. The lights of the infernal elevator flick off, and you see a spectral image in front of you of an identical elevator shaft with a collection of 1920s socialites <laughs> that all look to you in confusion as they all plummet to the floor beneath them. That spectral shaft plummets, and then all of you plummet. Everybody go ahead and make a reflex check. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Holy shit. I get a plus six reflex? Goddamn. Wow. Uh, I say wow as I get an 11. <laughs> I say wow as I get an 18. Nine. I, t- too, got an 11. Um, I don't know if we're flying up or flying down, but would I see if there's a way to tell what's going to happen? And then I just simply do a warp step to ease my landing. Depending on the outcome of your reflex roll, if you roll high enough, you can tell when the elevator is about to stop moving and can warp step yourself to avoid the fall damage. Just jump. Yeah, I would say using some Pathfinder mechanics here, give yourself a plus two circumstance bonus. So just whatever your roll is, add two on top of everything. So not that it matters, but I just got a critical success. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) For the three that rolled 11 and under, 
You will take a D4 of bludgeoning damage. Durza, you are okay. Conjurer Rot Spell, describe and flavor your flourish on how you use your warp step to teleport around this as flashy and as showy as you would like. <laughs> okay, so as he's rising in the air, because of course there's no seat belts, he's just... And then all of a sudden, as soon as he sees the ground coming as close as it can to him, he slightly panics and just does a quick snap of the fingers. And he's just on the floor, notices that maybe some other people may have gotten hurt, but he's slightly confused. As the elevator's momentum sharply and suddenly stops, the doors creak open and you walk into the seventh layer of the Nine Hells, Mala Domini. All right. So you appear before Mala Domini, a vibrant, beautiful city with elaborate tiling and marble decorations. The air here, surprisingly, is quite temperate and fresh. A very stark contrast to many of the different levels of hell, which have more of that recognizable, sulfuric, hot smell. Uh, the center of the city is a large reinforced building, famously known as the Archive of the Nine Hells. Uh, you all know that any piece of documentation, no matter how big or small, is recorded, copied, and filed away here with very careful dedication. And as you guys are walking towards the archive, being led by none other than Calamity James, you know that you are all going to appear before Ball. Now, all the Devil Lords in Hell are famous, of course. Everyone knows them. You guys definitely know them. But for all of you, Ball is infamous. Ball is known for their lies, their trickery. They are very famous for being caught trying to overthrow Asmodeus the last time a demon incursion was pushing through the gates. But you know, as devils, in and of itself isn't a crime, but they broke devil law by knowingly altering documents that came into their care in an attempt to besmirch Asmodeus. The punishment for Ball's crime was to attack their vanity and Asmodeus enacted two laws against them. One, Ball would become a disgusting slug monster for one year for every lie they told to a fellow devil, retroactively enacted. And two, any deal made by Balzabul would end in disaster for the other party. All devils know this, and this eventually led to all devils not wanting to have a thing to do with gross slimy Balzabul. Mostly gross, slimy balls of bull. He has very recently met his sentence, and so is back to more or less his traditional form. It's been millennia. Millennia of gross, sluggy mass. Um, you see spiraling deep, deep down all the various levels of the archive. They look like they go on forever. That void is endless, and you see before you these two giant gold-winged sculptures in front of this door that is over 20 feet high, and you see the door start to creak open, and the shape of a fallen angel steps through, whose skin looks like it's the piece of a night sky itself. It's a deep indigo speckled with gold. And this giant form is very just overly decorated, very like garishly just covered in silks and golds. But not all the slug features are gone. The horns still come out to a fringe, kind of reminiscent of rhinophores. 
these bright, white, burning, glowing eyes look down at you as you're all scattered and kind of running around and doing your own little thing. And Ball reaches out their arms before you, does a little spin, and says, You like? <laughs> oh, it's been so long since I've been in this form, but it's much better than my previous one. Much less sticky. Oh, what can I do for all of you on this beautiful day? It's not often I get company. I... I tell you what. <laughs> You have some good defense attorneys up on my lair. I have to deal with them every other Thursday, and they're a sneaky bunch. Oh, I thank you. Flattery certainly works here. Oh, but I'm sure you all came for a reason, and hopefully not to talk just about my wonderful defense attorneys. As the doors were opening, I was already making my way up to greet the beautiful Balzebul, and... Has Calamity James seen him recently? Like, has has he been in the realms enough to where, like, he got to see the newest transformation of what... I think you've recently heard that they transformed back into their original form, but this is the first time you are seeing it. Oh, I am at his feet. I have prostrated myself. <laughs> uh, and I am paying the most utmost of uh, deference and respect. Oh, my lord, it's so... Amazing to see you in all of your glory. I brought counterparts to help with our goal to bring Asmodeus back into the realm, wherever he may be. But first, everyone, come, come look upon him. Isn't he glorious? Oh, sweet little tiny itty-bitty minuscule little James. It's so wonderful to see you. And they're going to reach down and kind of scoop you up. How can I be of service to you today? You said you were here flying something. Yes, my irreverent devil lord. We are here on a mission to find a very special piece of archival information. You see, we are trying to find the schematics to enact the summoning circle to bring dear Asmodeus back from whence he is. Oh, of course. You know, as much as I would like to leave him wherever he is, I will say yes, the schematics are here. And it's very good that you all came to me. Because as far as I understand it, all the other devil lords are going to do what they do best and request a silly little quest of all of you. Make you go run some tedious errand, but not I. I, I appreciate. Well, now let me see. I got to make sure everything he says is truthful. That's the tricky thing with Ball. Uh, in the meantime, Daniel, you had something you wanted to do? Um, while Uzdos is kind of meandering towards the rest of the group, I have a feat called That's Odd, which is when I enter a new location, such as a room or a corridor, immediately notice one thing out of the ordinary. Hmm. Whatever you determine it to be, whether it's consequential or not, that's up to you, but sure. he's kind of looking around. What I will say you notice with your That's Odd feature is that within this room, there are no doors or rooms, no means of ingress or egress, other than the door that you just came in from, the door that Ball just came in from, and the giant gaping pit before you. And it doesn't seem like Ball is probably going to let you into his office. 
Uh, Uzidos leans over the rail and just goes, Echo! Echo, 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 Sick. echo. Sick, sick, sick. sick. <laughs> <laughs> Leans back up and looks over the ball again. <laughs> so, of course, I am not going to do that. Uh, I dare. Uh, you are all free to go into the archives yourself, and little James here, I'm sure, will give you the tour. Oh, absolutely. You didn't draw all over him this time, did you? <laughs> uh, Calamity James shoots Loros a very scathing <laughs> glare. Ooh, that looks spicy. You know, I would understand. Oh, it's not every day you get to see his form as divine as this. But yes. Uh, and he lowers James back to the floor. Go right ahead. The archives are right in front of you. Before uh, Ozdus goes over to the side, I kind of whisper to him, "Is like, not gonna lie, I kind of like the slug form a little bit better." While this one is beautiful, I felt the other one was more fitting. Um, so Uzdos is gonna kind of make his way to the area where Ball is and all that stuff, and he's going to watch the door. He's waiting for Ball to go back into his office, and he wants to do. It went for when he goes back in. He's waiting for Ball to go back into his office before I'll explain what I'm going to do. I was going to say, you guys are smack-talking his look. What should I have you roll to see if he hears you or not? Because we know, famously, everybody can hear whispers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, we know that. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's why I haven't haven't been saying anything. Um, I mean, I can do a stealth. Either stealth or diplomacy. I would say both Durza and Uzdaus do... I would say stealth and diplomacy if you're going to try your talk yourself out of it. Well, that's a 12. <laughs> Mine's a 16. <laughs> so I would say Ball, hearing the mention of I like the slug form better, is going to dart these bright eyes that shine like suns and looks at you, Durza, in your bull form and goes... Well, maybe you did like my old form better. That's so nice for you. I, on the other hand, don't like it very much. Uznos looks over and mouths, You are fucked. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, and this giant being is going to take their steps over to you and say, Your form, I actually quite like as well. It reminds me of... The keeper of the archives, and they get quite lonely. And Ball is going to reach down and pick you up by your collar. Another way that I'm going to help you all is I will give you the fastest way down to the archives. And Ball uh, is just oh. going to drop. Okay, oh, Durza. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I hate to do this. I hate to do this, but while Ball is distracted, can I try to stealth into his office? <laughs> I was gonna try and do the same thing. I would like to try and convince my lord to 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 not kill, you know, the six foot six point six <laughs> hunk. <laughs> Because he might come in handy later on. Calamity James, you roll Diplomacy. Rockspell mm-hmm. and Oozdaus, both of you roll Stealth with a minus two circumstance penalty. I would like to just walk calmly down into the archive. With a minus two, that's an 18 for me. Minus two, that's a nine for me. And that is a 16 plus six, so a 22. All right. 
I want to come up to him and try to get his attention because I am so small and lithe and minute. The twink and the twink having a conversation. <laughs> um, Ball does have a fondness for their own little imps and hears you plead. Please, please, my lord, please. Th- this one, I, I, though we have just barely met and he means absolutely nothing to me. And as he should, because you are the most important being in this entire room. Please, spare him and give some sympathy to his big dumb brain, if you will. <laughs> um. James, just for you, this will be the only favor I grant you for today, and it's because I like you so much. Oh, my lord. I will not allow your friend to splatter on our archive floors. Mostly to help you, but mostly so we don't have to clean up the mess. Absolutely. His splattering would just be an absolute eyesore, and we don't need that within your presence. Oh, and if he gets on any of the documentation, I don't want to get in trouble for altering oh, absolutely. But yes, if you and your friends would like to jump down into the archives, I will make sure your fall does not end in Thank you. Thank you ever so much, my liege. Then, with the stealth rolls, Rot Spell does not pass. Uzdaus does. So, Uzdaus, roll a d8. You are going to be able to take one item from his office. So, this d8 will determine what you can get. Would you say I have enough time, about a minute, to do a pursue a lead and do an investigation, which would give me a plus one circumstance bonus to investigating the clues in this room? Go ahead and roll perception then. Uh, with the plus one circumstance, that would be 18, 19, 20, 24, 25, 26. With a 26, I will give you your choice of the items I was going to have you roll for. Okay. So I will send you a quick list. You can steal one of the following items. Okay. None of them are the schematics. Okay. Darn. Do I have to publicly say what I'm taking? I would say just message Dan and me. I mean, you're, yeah, you're in the office Just so alone. we know. Uh, and then I want to say, Ball, as they're turning around to go back in the office, sees little feline rot spell and goes... Little Lemur of Mephistopheles, what do you think you're doing? Uh, just, uh, just a point of order. I'm actually a cat, but, um, I was kind of curious. What's behind these doors? Uh, I, I think... That is my personal quarters. No imps allowed. After saving Urza's ass, James is just face palming. <laughs> no, that's fine. I've got a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, picking you up by the like smoky, ethereal nape of your neck, <laughs> Ball is going to look to James and say, "Might we make an amendment to our deal and let this smoke?" Oh no, you're gonna throw me. I'm so scared. Oh, I could do much worse, little creature of Mephistopheles. Though I don't know if I can do much worse than your lord. I can certainly try. 
Uh, I have a suggestion. I will take one suggestion. How do you like Greek? Because I can make some really awesome french fries. I have spent millennia as a slug. I hate anything resembling slime. So I suggest you don't. And go peacefully down into the archives. And don't grease anything while you're there. That would be so annoying. Ah, well, fine. Oh my gosh. All right, and he's going to kind of toss you into the archives as you kind of just swirl down. I have made my choice, um, and Uzos is going to just slip back out of the office and kind of fall in line with everybody else. Okay, and you see Little Rotspell getting tossed down into the pit. How far wide is the hole? Uh, like 70 feet. Okay, so yeah, I'll use like two warp, warp steps, and I'll probably land on like the third level or something. Okay. Uh, if you do that, you will be alone in the archives. I just don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, and anybody that would have jumped down, as long as they did an anger ball, there would be that kind of soft catch at the bottom. I just kind of cannonball. Just jumping cannonball. <laughs> cannonball. Yeah, you just hear, like, those of you who are going down slowly, La Rose, you just hear this cannonball. <laughs> now what the <laughs> devil is he doing? <laughs> so I'm going to turn around uh, and give one more deep, deep bow to my devil lord ball. Thank you ever so much for your eternal graciousness, my liege. And with that, I will take my leave out of your presence. I'm just glad you caught me on a good day. Have a gentle fall, Calamity James, and make me proud. As I always try to do. And with that, I'm going to do a backflip. Hell yeah! Ball gives a little, like, quiet clap as you go down. As his hands touch together, they just realize they're a little greasy. No, no! (laughs) (laughs) God, disgusting vermin. And yes, so you guys all descend in your various ways down to the bottom floor of the archives. All right. So as you are in the archives, you are basically in a 10 by 10 grid. There is somewhere on one of the squares of this grid, the room where the schematics are. There is also somewhere in this 10 by 10 grid, the keeper and guardian of the labyrinth who will be tracking you down the entire time. You can collectively decide a direction to move. You can move north, south, east, west, northeast, southeast, etc. Basically diagonal, up and down, or left and right. And I will tell you the distance of both of them. At any time to Calamity James, since you are more familiar with how the archives works, you will be able to, at your own discretion, warp yourselves somewhere else within these archives at random. If you want to warp to a random location, I will have you roll a D100, and you will randomly warp to one of these other squares. You can use that as a quick getaway from the Guardian of the Labyrinth, or as a way to try to get closer to where the documents are as you are finding your way through. Basically, each directional step that you take, you will move, Rotspell will move, the Guardian will move. And then I will tell you the relative distance of everything. Can I throw a small wrench in there? Absolutely. I'd like to cast Invisible Servant. Alrighty. I will add your Invisible Servant to the lineup. 
Hell yeah. For flavor, it's uh, the court reporter, Deborah, was here with us the whole time. I only just noticed. <gasps> it was like a Dwight from the office. Like, <laughs> so status-wise, you are ten spaces away from the schematics and nine spaces away from the Guardian. Oh. Rot spell, you are seven spaces away from the schematics and six away from the Guardian. Yay! In a very serious tone, since Calamity James likes to keep things light, he looks at all of them and says, Do not stray away, for if you do, we will be in much deeper trouble than you would feasibly like to be in. It is not a good idea, so follow my lead. No cap. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I look back at him and go, no cap. (laughs) Oh my god. So, I would like to can I just like send Deborah in another direction to also investigate things? Just a third slot on this wheel? Yes. We'll plop down a token and add that to the turn order. Deborah, you look at like papers and shit, right? How about you go a a different direction and I'm sure you'll be just fine. (laughs) No. (laughs) Also, Jordan. Yes? I was gonna do the same thing. (laughs) What, Unseen Servant? (laughs) Yeah. Do it. for the DMs. We love it. Be a crunchy cat. (laughs) I'm by myself. You did that to yourself. (laughs) Alright. You butt off a little a cat yeah. wisp, like a little cat willow wisp. Oh, <laughs> your child, sending to certain doom. How dare you? <laughs> oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> 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 I just hacked up a fur ball and it turned into a cat. Hacked a fur ball. Gross. <laughs> He's such a nasty little guy. As he walks, you hear the wet slapping of the grease. Oh. I know. <laughs> okay, so all of you find yourselves in very just mundane folders, forms, A to Z, one to whatever number. They go on forever. It really has the back rooms vibes where it's just this eerie, like copy paste nonsense just going off in the distance forever. And you're going to tell us there's a guardian? <laughs> That's even creepier with like the back yeah. rooms vibe. <laughs> hey man, but at least the guardian oh. is well organized. You know they're using the Dewey Decimal System. You know. Uzdos looks at Calamity James. He looks around the room. He goes, you live like this? I dig it. <laughs> I'm from the IRS. You not think that this is going to be similar? <laughs> right. You are an interesting one, and I cannot wait until we can get maybe a little closer, and I can learn more things about you. But for now, we'll have to wait. Nice. Uzdos points northeast, uh, just above table, because... If Rotspell is closer to it than we are, then I think we should head towards where Rotspell is, at least in that general direction. You are now eight spaces away from the schematics and eight spaces away from the Guardian. Oh, boy. Rotspell. Yeah. Rotspell Prime. (laughs) Rotspell Alpha. Yay. Would I be able to uh, detect magic? to see if I can get a a stronger read on where it is. What I will say, if you detect magic, you are surrounded by magical documents and archives, so you would be completely drowned out. Information overload. Yeah. 
Awesome. It's like looking for a specific drop of water in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Take a hero point. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that didn't work. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and tell uh, the little guy. Okay, so this is what we're looking for. We're looking for schematics of a summoning circle. And for some odd reason, I thought his name was Balls because his paperwork always comes in for magical items and it always says Balls, but we can't ever do it because it always turns out bad for us. <laughs> so, uh, you're going to go that way and I'm going to head southwest. You got it, boss. I have so much faith in you. Wow! <laughs> That's the first time anyone has. Yeah? Yeah. So you, Rotspell, are now four spaces away from the schematics and eight away from the Guardian. Mini Rotspell is four away from the Guardian. Oh. And the Guardian's going to move, which I'm going to have the Guardian warp. Warp leave? Because that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) I can see where he went. Very good. I don't like it. Oh, boy. Now it is Deborah's turn. Where am I going, boss? All right, Deborah. Now, if you could also come to the west, but please stay like a respectable. Don't come northwest with the rest of us, like sort of regular west. You cramp my style a little bit. I'm gonna be honest oh. with you. Okay, so you just you want me to just go the other way and and not like with you guys, You're actually talking but, like, by like way too and... much to me. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Please I just guess I, move west. I, oh, okay. I'll just I'll take my reports over here, and I guess I'll just walk over this <laughs> oh way. Oh my god! Yes. Please. <laughs> Poor Deborah. Deborah is nine away from the schematics and three away from the guardian. Oh. Uh, uh. It's fine. I'm sure he's a nice guy and everything. Probably better than my boss. Well, they can go on a date. <laughs> All right, so now team. Uh, I feel we should still go northwest. Because I feel like that's getting away from the monster, from the that's Guardian. I'm thinking too. I get a minion, so I'll just go with the rest of you. I'm thinking northwest again. Yeah, let's. I'm, I'm, I'm good for that. The eyes have it. All right, so you move northwest. You are... Six away from the schematics and two from the Guardian. <laughs> Rotspell Prime. <laughs> um, I will move south. Uh, do do I see any of the? Are are they like scrolls or are they um, books like with uh, uh, spines and titles? It's like a combination of folders and filing cabinets. This is a lot of, like, single sheets of paper or, like, stapled pieces of paper all just kind of categorized and organized. Okay. I'm just going to grab a random one just to see, like, if it's uh, magically endowed to help me or something. Interesting. Because, of course, my eyes got overloaded. (laughs) That's fair. Let's just do an arcana. Could also do a lore roll. Or a lore roll. Okay. Roll. 12 plus 7. 19 is pretty good. So what I will say, you find a scroll of illusory disguise. So to use, that takes two actions to activate, and you can cast illusory disguise at first level. Already. And then do I get an update on how close I am to the scroll, maybe? You are three away from the scroll, and... 
seven away from the Guardian. Yay, that's what I like to hear. All right, then, Rot Spell Beta. <laughs> what a beta. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. I would like him to move, I would say, southeast. Four away from the Guardian. Oh, God. And eight away from the schematics. Now the Guardian's going to move. Now it's Deborah. Now it's Deborah's turn. Okay, so where am I going to go? All right, Deborah. You've gotten kind of far away. I feel like I told you to stay close. So if you could move yeah, northwest. All right. You got to be in like it's, reaching it's, distance. Oh, it's really hard because all these all these aisles kind of look the same. I kind of am losing my direction here. Nobody else here, here is getting back-sassed, Deborah. <laughs> I need you to make me look cooler than this. Deborah, I think you're doing great. Thank you. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Okay, you can stop talking now. <laughs> Deborah, take a hero point. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that is now the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> I feel like Deborah has a a freak streak, if you will. I, I will not. <laughs> oh, Deborah. Deborah is seven away from the schematics. From the Guardian. Oh, Bobby. Okay. The dramatic tension building her up just to get her killed. <laughs> right. Right when we grow fond of her, she just gets squished. All right, team. Uh, hear me out. We are getting closer to, to the, the schematics, um, both us and uh, Mephistopheles. So. Rot spell. Yes, sorry. Yeah, we know cats. <laughs> I appreciate the, uh, the godly this. <laughs> Look, man, I don't have all the character names in front of me. I have two screens. Can you I have hear to us, Meowmix? <laughs> There's a lot I gotta keep floating around in this little noodle soup of mine. Um, okay. All right, Leah, let's move west. Let's just move west. Yeah. Okay. You are five away from the schematics and two from oh, the Guardian. Right. Oh, okay. Okay, we're still yeah. we're still right. at two. Still we're away. Still, two. still far away from us. Yay. All right, Rotspell Alpha. The joy of moving alone. <laughs> No need to confer with anybody. <laughs> We're close enough to where we can hear you. You know that, right? And I can hear you too. Oh, well, good. You can't hear Deborah, though, can you? <laughs> Who's Deborah? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> and you just hear in the distance. Oh, when he remembers me, it's fine. Oh, my God, Deborah. Stop it. <laughs> uh, gonna keep moving south. All right, you are two away from the schematics and five away from the Guardian. Yeah! Oh, oh, no. Okay, I think I know where it is. All right, Tiny Rot Spell. Yes! All right, so just a heads up, um, I have a sneaky suspicion that there's something bad, so I would say be very quiet, be very stealthy, because, of course, I don't want my child to be hurt. Okay, I will be very quiet and very stealthy. <laughs> I would like... A little rot spell to go southeast. Okay, guys, just walk down the side here. Little rot spell is eight away from the schematics and three from the guardian. Ooh. And now the guardian will move. Oh no! <laughs> I would say since you guys can hear each other talking, you for sure hear some heavy, loud breathing. Ew. Guys, where'd Deborah go? Oh. Where did Deborah go? Deborah. And now it is your turn. Where did Deborah go? <laughs> I still don't know who Deborah is. Okay. It's for the best, I assure you. <laughs> DMs, 
I have a question. I have a spell called command. Do I have to see the target? Because it just says range 30 feet and targets one creature. What are the components? Somatic and verbal. I would rule you don't strictly have to see the target, but you have to know where they are. Gotcha. Okay, since I don't know where they are, my plan is not going to work. Yeah, I had an idea of what you were thinking. Yeah. Before we move, just wondering, has anyone noticed the absence of Deborah's mouth breathing? You know, now that you mention it. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Yes, I do feel much more comfortable all of a sudden. (laughs) Ew, you guys have a mouth breather over there? (laughs) Not anymore, it would seem. Just the specificity of her mouth breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, if it's any indication, I think we might... Have a little extra company. We were not expecting to be so close, so maybe we should mosey on out. You know what? That's the first thing you said that I actually 100% agree with. Let's mosey. I want to move west. (laughs) (laughs) Just in the quietest voice. I'm I'm thinking west is good. Yeah, west is good. Yeah, you are four away from the documents and two from the Guardian. Keep up this pace. All right, big rot spell. Alpha rot spell. <laughs> um, I will continue to move, I would say, east. You are one away from the schematics and six away from the guardian. Well, don't I feel safe? <laughs> and uh, my my little guy. Um, <laughs> rot spell lowercase. <laughs> I love how every time we've said it, it's been something different. <laughs> Just a little grease droplet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Thank you. <laughs> I would like him to move southwest, pull another uh, scroll, and maybe like uh, knock it off with a little bit of a loud noise to maybe distract whatever is possibly hunting. Uh, roll performance. Big brain move. Uh, 11. I did tell him to stay stealthy, so maybe he's uh, overriding the stealth part. Do we have, let me see if we have a passive perception. Uh, It has, it's AC, it's got its fortitude save, reflex save, will save. We could maybe do a will save. I think a will save would be appropriate here for whether it is distracted by. Yeah, okay, I'm going to do a roll. You think of a DC. I was going to say the DC was the 11 that Rotspell rolled. Uh, That is an unnatural 20. Oh. (laughs) So with that, I will say that the Guardian gets a free movement. Oh, no. Off in the distance, you just hear... That's a wolf. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> Lawrence, please. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel on the backs of your collars a big plume of steam. Oh, is it a train? As the guardian moves oh. towards you. Oh, no. Combat mode. What? Oh, no. Uh, Just a heads up. I am not there. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) And stepping out of the shadows, clomping through with large, heavy footsteps, are a pair (sighs) of cloven hooves supporting a massive, muscular, horned body as those two jets of steam spout out of the snout of a massive minotaur. I look at the minotaur and I go, Cousin Tony, is that you? <laughs> it's Tony! 
boy. <laughs> so let me retract that entire introduction. <laughs> So he comes tromping out, and his eyes light up, and a big ol' drum roll as he steps out into the light and bellows out, It's Tony! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And everyone roll initiative. Oh, hell. Yeah, when I said it was my cousin, I was just joking, but now I was like, I wonder if I could talk my way through this. Oh, it's cousin Minatoni. (laughs) Minatoni. There's Minatoni! Oh, shit. All right, all right. Let's see. I got, okay, I got an idea now, guys. So Calamity James will go first. Oh, boy. Okay. For audience purposes and for your guys' purposes, for combat differences between Dungeons and & Dragons and Pathfinder, the action economy works slightly differently. So as opposed to D&D, where every turn you get one action, one movement, and one bonus action, you get three actions. Movement counts as an action. Spells and attacks will have a certain amount of actions they will take up. You get three actions to do with what you will on your turn. Okay. I'm going to start this with invoke true name. He did roll up spouting his name. Uh (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Describe invoke true name. So invoke true name. Uh, It takes two actions. Targets one creature whose true name you know. Wonderful. Minotone. Damn it. Minotone. Minotone. <laughs> and so you speak the true name of a creature to more surely affect it with your magic until the end of the current turn. The target is flat-footed against your spells and takes a negative two circumstance penalty to saving throws against your spells. In addition, the, the first time this turn, the target takes damage from one of your spells. It has weakness to that damage equal to double the level of invoke true name. Wonderful. So yes, uh, he is easier to hit because he is flat-footed, uh, as well as all those other benefits. I'm going to burn a hero point so that it gives me an extra action, and then I'm going to cast Bane on Mr. Tony. <laughs> so uh, Tony will have to make a will-saving throw. Which I will make right now, but because of your evoke true name, he will make with a minus two penalty bonus. He rolled a six minus two. Uh, divine DC is uh, 16. Minotoni failed. Woo-hoo! So with a four. I don't want to say his plus is out loud. Does he fail by more than 10? No. Okay, so that is not a critical fail. But going forward, he will have a minus one status penalty to attack rolls as long as you are in the area. All right, guys. Well, someone save me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now it's Minotoni's turn. All those rippling muscles, and I hope you're not thinking about using them on me. He, like, flexes. <sighs> and he's like, Minotoni has one job, and that job is to kick some ass. And he's going to cast a hunted fear. The Minotaur snorts and clomps as it hunts its prey, inspiring terror. The Minotaur makes an intimidation check to demoralize all living creatures within 60 feet that can hear the Minotaur. Oh, but not see it. So Rot's spell, is he within 60 feet? Uh, He is mechanically 20 feet away. Awesome. So I'm going to roll his intimidation check. That's a nat 20. Oh my gosh. Um, So you become frightened as a result and take a minus two 
circumstance penalty to survival checks to avoid getting lost. Oh, great. Rot spell oh. that instills you with a sense of panic. Uh, and as that panic sets in, uh, the aisles, the rows start to kind of spin in your mind and you lose your sense of direction. So going forward, anytime you try and like recenter yourself, you have to deal with the minus two penalty. And I think that's it. So I want to use powerful charge so I can move up to a speed twice, make a horn strike. If I move at least 20 feet from my starting position, the strike damage is increased. Uh-oh, oh, don't no, do that. No, 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 Head forward, rushing. He's going to bump into James. He's going to bump into LaRose. He's going to bump into Durza, and then he's going to run right over Uzdaus. I'm going to roll to hit everyone. So, um, James, does an 18 hit? Um, well, if I look into my mind's eye... Yes, yes, it does. And my two eyes as well. And my body is in a lot of pain right now. As just a hoof comes crashing down. See, here's the thing. He bumped into you. He bumped into you. He just bowled me over. Mm -hmm. Emphasis mm. on the bold. But I'm bound. Uh, LaRose does a 15 hit. Oh, it just <laughs> does. The AC is 15. Come on. Damn. <laughs> me too, baby. Okay, and then Durza, it's looking better for you. Does a 15 hit. No, it does not. I am an AC of 18. Wonderful. And then I am so sorry, Uzdaus. Uh, a 30. <laughs> Whoa. Are you asking if a 30 hits? Because I don't think he has to answer that. <laughs> um, is it 10 above your AC? That is um, 14 above my AC. So oh. that's going to crit. So that is going to be 16 damage across the board for oh. the base damage. I'm down. I'm down. You're down. Uh. Jesus. Heck. All right. I have 13 left. All right. Let's see as the Minotaur bowls over you the crit. This imp didn't have a prayer. That is another 15 for the crit. So are you dead? Uh, I think so. Okay. Okay, so what happens is Minotoni, he hits uh, Calamity James in the chest with a hoof, crushing him to the ground. Uh, elbows and smacks through LaRose and Durza, just really knocking the air out of him. And then just absolutely bowls over Oozdouse, flattening him. Cartoon paper thin. And then you see his form burst into flames, uh, smoke leaving his nice suit just draped on the ground, and all of his items spill out. And Uzdaus, you rematerialize back at the elevator without your stuff. Am I naked? You're naked. <laughs> so how we will handle this mechanically, it will take you a certain amount of time to regroup with the rest of the team. In the meantime, all of your stuff is where you died. So we're doing the, like, the Dark Souls Hollow Knight. <laughs> the exact parallel of that draw. Cruz, can you stop dying, please? <laughs> no. Please. Just a little bit. Which, yeah, so you have unlocked the secret mechanic of D&D Devils, is since you're all devils already in hell, when you die, you're just still there. Mm -hmm. yep. You can't go anywhere else, so you just respawn. There's not a secret... Second hell? There's not a super hell. Ah. <laughs> no, I did somehow miss it. What was the uh, bump damage? I think it was like 14 or something. Ah, uh, that I'm also down. Uh, uh, Just not murdered. Just not murdered yet. And as I see him mow down uh, Uzdos, I just go, 
Tony, you son of a cheeseburger. <laughs> hey, you know my mama was a beautiful cheeseburger. And I know your mama got eight. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and he's just going to bellow. <laughs> 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 so, yes, our two beautiful suit boys have been knocked to the floor. Uh, Ustaus, nothing but a pile of smoke and LaRose uh, holding it together. Still corporealized, but cool. barely. Well, I'm still up, though I do not know how. <laughs> it's honestly amazing. But I do believe it is uh, Durza's turn. It is. And I am going to cast Command on Minitoni. Oh, Ooh. all right, all right. All right, describe Command. You shout a command that's hard to ignore. You can command the target to approach you, run away as if it has the fleeing condition, release what it's holding, drop prone, or stand in place. It can't delay or take any reactions until it has obeyed your command. The effects depend on the target's will save. So what is your command? My command is to have Minitoni go back to his room. <laughs> Minitoni, you need to go back to your room. You're in timeout. This is just like what happened back in second grade. You know you messed up. You go sit down. Are you my mummy? <laughs> he rolled uh, an 18 for his will save. Fuck. You can burn a hero point to try again. Okay, let's do that. All right, so I reroll? Yes. That's a 12. Yeah! So with a 12, that fails. All right. <laughs> so Minotoni, hearing you remind him of that traumatic memory in what was it elementary school second grade yeah second grade he's like i can't believe you brought that up that's serious you remind me that my mom's a hamburger and you remind me that i get in trouble well that's what happens when you run over people <laughs> and we flash back to the second grade and minotoni towering over every other person in the second grade class is just sitting in the corner back to the wall with a dunce cap on as everyone else <laughs> is completely flattened. It's not my fault. I have a wild spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just going to go running off sobbing. <laughs> Don't step on my kid. <laughs> he might. That's what Minotoni do best. As Oozdaus would say, Big oof. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the sound he made when he got eviscerated. <laughs> Can I say that, like, what he's left behind is that very dapper suit and his briefcase and his umbrella. And also... He has a lovely umbrella. A pair of bunny slippers spill out. That were in the briefcase, Dan. <laughs> the briefcase didn't open, did it, Dan? <laughs> and the briefcase opens. And the briefcase opens and out spill out a pair of bunny slippers. <laughs> I'm just imagining Uzdos on the elevator, stark naked, with like two or three other imps who just have to be going up and down. That are just on their like morning commute. And you're like, God, I hate working in hell. <laughs> oh, it's one of those days. You died, huh? That happened to me last Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, last Tuesday. Last Tuesday was crazy for him. Yep, it happens to the worst of us. Mm -hmm. They check their watch. I didn't want the breeze. It's hot. <laughs> you know, sulfuric. I'm not. I'm, I'm done with this line of thinking. <laughs> Don't worry, Ooze. I'll be there soon. So, LaRose, you are stabilized. You regain one HP. 
Oh, shoot. All right. Hell oh, how yeah. does he stabilize? Uh, because we're out of combat. Oh, okay, cool. So um, back over into the archives, we will just jump directly to Rot Spell. Yay. Oh, wait. What do I have to do? Because I thought I was, like, disoriented. You are, but because Minotoni is no longer in the picture. <laughs> okay, so I'm good? Yeah. Sweet. I'm going to continue uh, walking to, I think it was the west. And as you make your way to the west, you can sense glowing slightly brighter than everything around it. A manila envelope that is sticking up out of a half-open file cabinet. And you find within it the schematics that you need to lay down a summoning circle. You now have one out of five of the ingredients you need. Hell yeah! Hold on, hold on. Yeah, this it's definitely musty. This smells like it's it's the right thing. <laughs> Gross. Oh god. <laughs> so you'll just take it and try and find the least greasy pocket and pop it in there. Very kind of you. And uh, I will summon my child back. Just kind of slurp him back up. Yeah. <laughs> And he's back with you. How was your trip? Did you have fun? Yeah, I had so much fun. Did you find any papers? I found so many papers. Oh my god, it's such a good day. It's such a good day. <laughs> 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 How the hell do we get out of here now? Too close to the cat man. <laughs> I would say everybody regroups to the office where the fight with the Minotaur happened to the nice little singed outline of Uzdaus. Uh, and Dan, when would you like to say that Uzdaus returns to the group? I will say first, is there anything that anybody wants to do with the stuff that's left behind? Absolutely. So Uzdaus, roll just a straight D20. 15. James, roll just a straight D20. <laughs> Get under 15, please. 17. God damn it. All right, so you do get to interact with the stuff first. Before a little naked rotund devil comes scampering in. <laughs> yeah, because I already got the paperwork. <laughs> it smells amazing. Please, please do not sniff the schematics. Just huffing it. Have you never smelt the fresh smell of paper? <laughs> I live here. Of course I have. Please, for the respect of my lord, do not sniff our schematics. Fine. <laughs> and I'm going to look at uh, the suitcase. Alrighty. Rude. <laughs> Can I start, like, looking at the, the suit and the umbrella? Roll a straight D20. <laughs> 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 that is a one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you may not. <laughs> oh, why would anyone wear this? It's so greasy. <laughs> just drop it with just a wet plop. <laughs> oh. As you pick up the suit and umbrella to examine it, and then you let go of it, suddenly Uzdaus is wearing the suit and holding the umbrella and standing right in front of you. <laughs> Damn, he's quick. Uh, it was him. <laughs> And I'm just going to point in a random direction. <laughs> he like flicks his eyes that way and then looks back at Rod's belt. <laughs> Doesn't say anything, just stares. As he's doing that, I also go to James and I try to grab the bunny slippers and I put them in front of Uzdaz's face. Is like, care to explain these? Those look like bunny slippers. When they say bunny slippers, what exactly do they look like? Pink bunny slippers with the ears and everything. With the ears and everything. He's going to, uh, with his... Great a face as you possibly can say. I sometimes am required to stay late at the office, and I like to be comfortable. <laughs> squeak, squeak. 
squeak, squeak. He, he like taps his feet on the ground and goes squeak, squeak, and like imitating the sound they make when he wears them. I love that. Roll deception. That is a 23. Amazing. Hey. So then Durza, roll opposed on that. I guess perception. Can I also roll a perception on that? Sure, also roll a perception. And I've got the devil's advocate feet, which means I'm going to add plus two to my already oh. plus. Oh no. And I rolled a 17 for my perception roll. With a 17, Daniel, message Kendra something about your character that she just learned. Interesting. That like she learned from rifling through my bag? Yeah. It can be as interesting or mundane or relevant as you want, but she learns something about Uzdaus by rifling through the stuff. A fun fact. Ooh, I love a good FF. <laughs> a double F, if you will. Ooh, I got a natural 20. Still below my 23. Yeah. Uh, 18 plus 6 plus oh 2. My oh my god. <laughs> so... I would say, Durza, you know, you see the bags under his eyes. You see the, like, serious, exhausted demeanor. You have no reason to suspect that he wouldn't spend nights working at the IRS. What is this? Memory foam mixed with, uh, cotton, is it? You give them a little squeeze and they squeak a little bit. Um, LaRose, I would say with your very high check. Oh, yeah. You can spot a liar. You know exactly what's going on here. Now, how exactly? You know those bunny slippers don't fit those feet. You see, they've never been worn. There ain't no depression in those damn bunny slippers. And you can see his exhausted face is just built that way. <laughs> mm -hmm. He just reformed. He should be fresh and new. Nah, that's just how he comes. As I give the buddy slippers a little squeak and I'm waiting for Uzdaus to answer me if they're like memory foam or cotton or whatever, I just say, you know what, screw it. Well, you know. According to the laws of hell, subsection 5, paragraph 2.3, any minions under the employ of any lord are not subject to any outside comforts. These are outside comforts. Therefore, Uzdaus, I'm placing you under arrest. Um, he reaches over to his bag and starts rifling through, pulls out tax documents. Are these yours? Ah! <gasps> Gain a hero point. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Just holds them up. Roll intimidation. Plus two circumstance bonus. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna burn one of my hero points to fix <laughs> to uh... <laughs> So it's a 19. Oh shit. Very good, very good. I think you missed a few sections here. I believe you owe... Hmm. As he goes through, you realize that the amount that you paid in taxes this year is definitely way too low. <laughs> I want to use the feat Lie to Me. All right, please uh, describe Lie to Me. You can use deception to weave traps to trip up anyone trying to deceive you. If you can engage in conversation <laughs> with someone trying to lie to you, use your deception DC if it's higher than your perception DC to determine whether they succeed. My deception is a plus five, so... I can't believe I'm not involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching this tennis match unfold. Fuck. I feel like 
Calamity James is just slithering through the both of them. Uh, is Calamity James going to be stealing the thing that that I mentioned was in the bag? Uh, yes. <laughs> no question. <laughs> I had, on the die, it's a seven plus five. It's a twelve. <laughs> that doesn't beat Oozdaus. So that um, does. And I have no more hero points to burn. Oh, uh, Durza, what is the lie that you try to form to convince Oozdaus that oh, this isn't going to work? I have to think about. I was not expecting to get hit with a tax right off. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> shit. Nobody God. ever does. <laughs> I'm an you don't think I came in prepped with everybody's tax forms? <laughs> I look at those tax forms and I just goes like, well, then someone's also getting arrested because I don't do my own tax forms. I have my tax guy fill them out for me and they're definitely going to jail. He looks at him. This is your signature. This is the handwriting you used to fill everything. Oh, fuck. He looks at the signature. Looks at Gerza. Looks at the signature again. It just like spells out in like caps lock. It's like written in like Sharpie with like closed fist. And it says Minotone. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, joking aside. No, it says Durza. It says Durza. (laughs) He was dictating to me. He was telling me what to put down. I don't know. I don't do numbers. Mm -hmm, Clearly. And he just takes out a pen out of his lapel and and just starts redoing all the all the papers and holds it up. And the new thing like you pay probably like 200 in taxes. It's definitely at least 10 times that. Wow. LaRose is going to pull out a little handkerchief and like pat his forehead because Deborah did his taxes. Can I do a perception check to see if I notice him doing that? Sure, roll perception. <laughs> can I also say that this is pursuing a lead because I'm in the middle of doing stuff with my tax forms? Yeah, hell, why not? Oh, Which would give me a plus God. one circumstance to my perception. Oh my I will say before God. everything hits the fan, Aaron, please take a hero point. <laughs> Thank you. That's a 14 to see if I notice you dabbing your forehead. Yeah, and then LaRose can either do a performance uh, or deception. Sure. Uh, they're the same thing. They're both plus seven, so you can flavor it however you like. Yeah, that's going to be a 23. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I don't catch you. You're, you you got off this time. <laughs> Woohoo! But I think we've established that I have everybody's tax. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh, hot damn, what a reversal. That- Oh, Amazing. Shit. He holds his hand out for the slippers. You know what? I take out my nightstick. I was and I was like, if you honestly think that these little pieces of paper scare me and start gonna stop you from going to jail, you are sadly mistaken. Now put turn around, put those back, and put your hands behind your back. You seem to think that I won't see you in jail with these. And the ground beneath you begins to rumble and chains shoot out from beneath both Oozdaus and Durza's feet. Oh, shit! Oh, no. Uh-oh. And no. the two of you both are flung down to the ground, tied up and restrained, and begin to melt down through the floor. Um, as he does this, he looks over, sees James going through his bag, and he says, Do not touch the other pink thing in there! That's concerning. Oh, dear. (laughs) James quickly tries to uh, stuff it somewhere (laughs) so no one else sees. Are all those tax documents on the floor now? 
I would assume that they were taken with uh, with Uzdos. Did my briefcase come with me, or I would say your stuff goes with you. Okay, so yeah, then I have the then I have the tax documents. Do I have the thing though? Uh, uh yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, do we need them? I do think that we should probably go on ahead and fetch them. I think it is just about time that we go on home to my turf. Uh, Phlegathos is probably free as we speak, and I think I can get him out. Mm. Especially since we don't have to worry about getting jailed now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. The knock is gone. (laughs) All right. The three of you make your way back to the elevator. And I push that button. All right. So we're going to court. We're going to court. Heck yeah, dude. We're going down. Welcome to the underground. It only gets worse as you keep going down. Each floor is in store. A path of torture for you to explore. Here, delights of pain await. Partake in the torment of the day. Each floor is in store. A smorgasbord for you to abhor. Surrounded by such devilish company Doing the underlord's work is never easy But the only thing worse than this torturous lair Is the backstabbing cronies everywhere Ever wonder how bad it could get? Rock bottom ain't seen nothing yet Just wait till you see what's in store below You're about to hit a whole new low Welcome to the underground It only gets worse as you keep going down Here chaos abounds, screams resound Thank you so much for listening to Dean Devils, created and hosted by Jordan Nelson and myself, Danger Dan Jers, with artwork by Jordan and editing by me. Our cast was Kendra Taylor as Calamity James, Grayson Norman as Conjurer Rotspell, Ben Magnet as Durza the Binder, Daniel Cruz as Auditor Uzdaus, and Aaron Coffle as Prosecutor LaRose. Our theme song and outro was Going Down, written and performed by Nicole Carino with additional composition by Braxton Cheney. Listen to new episodes of Dean Devils only on patreon.com slash Podcast. As you all are in the archives, we've got one collective location for the group, Another for Conjurer Rotspell, who is separate from the group. <laughs> Stop moving. Hey, don't move you don't move you little guy. Sorry. Let's get rid of that. <laughs> He's curious. He's a curious cat. Okay, I've got eight more lives. <laughs> <laughs> you think 